Welcome to the Games Revealed Podcast brought to you by Bunny Strike Studios. This is James. I'm Tyson. And this is Shagwa. And we're diving into another game this week. And uh, this game, it came out of nowhere. Just like about all the other games we were doing this year, it feels like so far. But this one is true. I feel like the true indie game that like just came out of nowhere. And it's Loop Hero. And for anyone paying special attention to our last podcast, you could have caught the sneak peek uh, little leak that we uh, gave everyone at the beginning of the episode where it looped. See what we did there? Oh, <laughs> foreshadowing. Tyson's just layering in the Easter eggs in the editing process. <laughs> just going to loop. Yeah, no, that. Yeah. Looping everything. <laughs> loop hero, baby. I was very surprised. I loved this game. Yeah, I was excited initially, and then I started to get a little bit of, I guess you call it wet feet. Like, right before I bought it, I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm starting to question everything. And then the first loop, I was in it, dude. Like, just like we talked about with Hades, it's like, ah, one more run. And then two hours later, you're still playing it. Yeah, this is uh, one of those, it's, it's, it's happens every time. We decide to do a game. Yeah, this is, this is a big game, kind of cool. I buy it. I think you guys are going to like it. Oh, once you hear that, I don't know, man. James is recommending it. This yeah. must be garbage. You haven't been right about any other game. Yeah, I mean, Half-Life, Half-Life Alex, All trash games. Black Mesa, Opposing Force. I could go on and on with all the good games that are Laser out there. Suit Larry. That's about it, though. Yeah, just, just Half-Life. Laser Suit Larry. So the That's game, need. Just, a, just a little briefing on the game. Uh, my fun little take on it. Welcome to a world of the void where nothing is where it should be, and you have your build... You have to build your own outhouse just to have it destroyed by some monster. <laughs> and become the hero that has for, that has forgotten why, what, who he is, but can still fight, survive, and sass back. Because he does sass back a little it's bit. It's a little sassy. You fight that lich, man. He sasses back against that guy. He's like, shut up, I'm just going to kill you. I just love that the lich is like, stop. why are you trying to build an outhouse? And the guy's like, because I remember that we had outhouses. And the lich is like, yeah, well, nothing that you do is going to matter in the future. So I'm just going to keep coming back and wrecking your outhouse. <laughs> keep wrecking your outhouse. Uh, and I'm going to suck up all your shit and put it in my bag. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> my bag of shit. <laughs> Pretty much. And so, uh, no, this, this game is definitely one of those... Uh, don't know where I'm going with this. Games. <laughs> oh, you do know where you're going. You're just looping. It's a circle path. I know. Today's going to be one of those days I'm just going to loop and like, don't know what I'm talking about today. What What are we talking about today? Oh, we're talking about, what are we talking about today? Welcome back to the Games <laughs> Revealed podcast. We're talking about Loop Hero. <laughs> no, so I, I was actually very surprised about this. And uh, I decided to dig in a little bit and see what I could find on the developers. And I know it's a very freshly pretty new game. Uh, and uh, not very much on the developers or like interviews or documentaries that I could find. I found one interview that I was kind of underwhelmed by. Uh, we'll just start with that. But in that interview, I learned that even the dev developers, the devs, don't know really what to where to class this game in a genre. They don't know. So they're honestly looking for whoever has the best uh, idea. Honestly, I kind of feel like it fits into the RPG element, even though you're not in the role of the hero you're in the role of the dungeon master which i still feel is a role-playing game i feel like it's a reverse rts where it's like uh you do some building but then you do a lot of mining but you go when you mine you're actually defeating monsters 
I know it, it doesn't. It might not make sense to a lot of people, but for me, that's how I see it. A reverse RTS. I mean, it, <laughs> it seems so similar to Hades to me. So I think roguelike fits it just fine because you just keep endlessly crawling through the dungeon to get more stuff, so you can build better stuff, so that you can endlessly crawl through the dungeon, so that you can get more stuff, so you can build better stuff, so that you can endlessly crawl through the dungeon. So you're role playing a rogue. I win. No, <laughs> but they, no. they do actually have a rogue class now. Uh, yeah, in the end, I don't think it's a very difficult one to put down on what genre it is. It's just yeah. that's what it feels like. To me. Well, like, you're probably like the most music, correct on this. Like music, it's like, like who really cares what the genre is. I do get that it helps for branding and stuff, it's but jazz. ultimately it's like you made a good game. Cool. I don't care what genre it falls in. I don't well, but still <laughs> I know it's not a big deal, and they're not saying it's a big deal, but I just like really think about it. Like it doesn't really fit in any genre. Yeah. And it kind of goes it kind of goes well with like their inspiration too, because when they were asked about inspiration on the game, I expected Something like uh, maybe something similar, Dundertale or something. I don't know, but I'm sure it's been in development a little longer than maybe that can give inspiration to. But uh, they, they basically said nothing. Uh, I think even the, one of the developers said that uh, Disciple 2 was one of his favorite games, but he's just like... Nothing really inspired this game. That inspired like, his artwork. Is yeah, what yeah, said. yes, yeah. He's like, but like this looping thing. He's like, really? Yeah. There's nothing out that kind of looks or feels like this. Even Hades, even though it's it, realistically, it is a big circle that you're doing in that game. I don't it's know. Like, this feels very weird. It's like, what was your inspiration for this game? Uh, sitting in front of RPG Maker for hours on end with little sleep. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's it. It came together. Going to the DMV. <laughs> yeah. I I do I really do find it very bizarre that they'd have zero I mean and it's just only there's so it's a four person team. There's only two people that were in the interview. Yeah. But I'm like, this just seems so weird to say no inspiration where I'm like, you know, you probably had a lot of inspiration, you just can't think of it because every game's mm. built off of other games. Well, influence. Almost yeah, influence. Yeah. That's influence, a little different yeah. though. Inspiration is like you're literally trying to pattern it after it and influence I mean, that's every little bit. Any bit that's even similar to something else means it was influenced by it. It's oh, like man. That's true. how almost every fantasy novel is influenced by J.R.R. Tolkien, but not necessarily inspired by it. So that means he wrote them all, so he gets yeah, pretty credits. much. Pay him his money. I, <laughs> I just disagree that they had zero inspiration, or either one. Like, almost every game, I feel like there has to have some type of layer from a previous game, whether or not which direction you go. Yeah, you damn rooskies. James is going to tell you how you should feel about how you created this game. He taught me how to swear. In <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, just saying, just saying. And it was, I'm not trying to be too mean, but like they were definitely deep dive game developers. They had not seen the light in years. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh uh, yeah, it was. A, it, was a, it, was a, it was an odd interview. I'm not going to lie, but let I'm us sure interview you, and we'll make it better. Yeah, no, probably I won't. We probably won't. We'll probably be bad, guys. I'm just, just trying to be honest. It probably <laughs> would be bad. But it kind of does fit into the next part, too, because they kind of they built this game in an, uh, an interview I was reading, an additional interview that I was reading. They were kind of going off of, like, where they got their story from and how they built it. And they said, they're like, well, that's we built it around the mechanic. Like, we we thought of the mechanic. Let's just have a guy running in a loop. Uh, just, you know, literally doing circles. Why? What? Why is he doing that? Uh, the end of the world happened, you know, and like, and there's nothing else. Okay. And he's going to rebuild the world. Why? Uh, because he remembers. I don't know. That works. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, we want to put these things, these mechanics into our game and we're going to make the story fit to those mechanics. How? However we say, and yeah. that it, that's the way it is. He remembers 
Not super deep, right? Not real, not real hard cannon there, but it works. I think it makes it fun though for the dialogue. Like we talked about a bit earlier with the Lich, um, some of the interactions between those two guys. I think it just freed him up to be able to be like, "Who's this guy? What are you doing? Stop talking to me! I'm gonna kill you right now." <laughs> it can definitely it, it bleeds into so when you play the game, it definitely shows that they went gameplay first, story second. Even though the story is good, I actually like the story. But you can definitely tell, like, it's that, and that's usually another thing with RTSs. I feel like RTSs tend to go towards gameplay first, then story typically, well, is when I've played RTSs at least. And so I, I fully agree with this. And I think it was a good direction for them. And they, they really killed it. Oh, I'm, I think. I love it. Even the first, so the first time you run into a vampire, and I, I read this all throughout the internet too. A lot of people liked that interaction, even though it was only a little bit of lore that it let you know. But they almost conversed like they, not that they knew each other, but that they were familiar with each other's class of, you know, being. Like she was familiar with vampires, and those were estate owners, you know, in the world before. And she was very familiar. Like, why are you doing this? And I can't control the blood. I need everything. And it's like he'd been there for a long time. Like he'd been trying to save the world, just like your character is trying to do. So it's like just in that little interaction, I was able to at least formulate or start thinking or gathering ideas about it. Um, and I, I just like that. So even if they are just making it up on the fly and just jamming things together, they jammed it into one of the most perfect jigsaw puzzle of a pic, of a kitty cat I've ever seen. It's a beautiful, you just got jammed. It's a beautiful kitty cat jam picture. <laughs> I, I know. I, I that was when you come across the first vampire. That was I love that. So I totally agree with you. Like that was I'm like normally you're like oh this is a bad guy. It's gonna be a bad guy. Vampires are just historically bad guys. But he's like no, he, he was actually good for the most part before but then the hunger and so i love that yeah. yeah it's interesting too how like it kind of fits with what we're saying here where it feels very like yeah it's convenient so we wrote it that way but at the same time like it you can tell they put thought behind it so it's like the interaction with the vampire they do the explanation explaining how vampires used to exist in the world that is fragmented and doesn't exist anymore and so you get that lore and you feel good about it but if you like think of it kind of disconnectedly you're like I mean, yeah, that's a that's a pretty it fits way to explain the vampires under the world, which is still fine by me. Like, I don't really see that as a loss, but it's just interesting. Like it it fits right into what you're saying, where it's just like, sure, that works. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> well, and not to spoil anything coming later into that, but some things I read in in your notes, it kind of lines up because what you can do with the farm. Yeah, you know, and then it's oh, like, yeah. oh crap, yeah, estate owners. Yeah. So yep. pretty cool stuff there. So really, I mean, really connected. Even the harpy when the harpy first gets it comes in, and it's like, I was, you know, you can't save the world. I need to feed my babies. You know, it seemed like even they knew of of a world or of a, a way of being before they were here, and even had some justification for it. And I killed that harpy straight dead. <laughs> I mean, my hero did. Yeah, but I made sure that they could. I have not gotten to the harpy yet, but I did do a 19 loop run before I got my butt handed to me. That was super fun. 19. Oh no, the harpy is just when 19. you make the nine rock. The nine rock. I've never put nine rocks together. And you did a 19. Oh yeah, no wonder. No wonder he did a 19 run. He just did slime balls the whole time. He's yeah. like, yeah, slime balls, baby. No, I don't my, know why everyone's saying that this is run. Easy. I had the They're whole hard. board filled out, but I just didn't. I didn't realize there were connections. That was when I started to learn was once I filled that board out about these connections. But we'll get to that stuff later. Yeah. One of the things that I really did like, though, I really like the music in this game. Um, 
it reminded me a lot of Undertale, where it's just kind of like you can tell it's the same guy that did the music the entire time. It adds to the the environment a lot, but on top of that, like uh, you can tell when things are heating up. Like that's what I really like is you can tell when things are starting to get more intense. You know when the boss is there for sure. I mean, you get the little screen animation too, but then that change in music and you're just like. I got this last loop to loot up or I'm in real trouble. So I really like that. But the music was done by a guy named Alexander uh, Gorislavitz. And he goes by Blink. And he's stated in an interview that he's going to be adding more music to anyone that bought the uh, soundtrack on Steam. They'll get the new additional music for free as they update the game. Um, So that has motivated me to buy the soundtrack because, I mean, I already like the music a lot. I I just bought the standard edition initially, but after playing it, I was like, maybe I'll get the soundtrack. But there's only like four songs. And then that announcement where he's going to be adding music and it's just going to be included with an upgrade if you bought the soundtrack. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need that. I need because I need more diversity with the music. (laughs) As as awesome as the music is, uh, a couple more tracks would not make me feel bad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you said like. Shag's gonna like this music. Oh, I was like, and it, yeah, I was like, it's not bad. I was like, and this is definitely Shag music. Oh, dude. sure, shit, there the, it is. I'm the second the I turned it on, I was like, they got one thing right already. Yeah, well, <laughs> they killed it. And Blinch was he was in that interview. He was one of the guys that were being interviewed. And oh, and it was yeah, no, it was insightful. I thought it was an insightful interview, but yeah, it was definitely like. No, it was good. Like, we got a lot out of it. It's just it's a little awkward, though. Yeah, a little awkward. Yeah. And he's done music for one other video game that I believe is PC and mobile only. I don't know that it's very well known, but it's called Please Don't Touch Anything, which is a cool name. And it's some type of puzzle game. But oh. he did the music for that as well. So this isn't his first time doing music for a game. Um, but I could not find much of anything out about Please Don't Touch Anything. So. That's all I know is that he did music for that. Well, you're supposed to keep your hands off it, so <laughs> yeah, don't touch I it. I have one question. I don't know if you guys know this. I I love asking questions that we don't research in the podcast. Do you know like you're ready for this next part to long, get cut out? Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, but uh, how long does this game take to get created? And are these developers just new to it? I'm just curious. I actually had a hard time finding I, anything about development, so I was surprised same. that you found an interview with them. Welcome back to the games. Oh I really, I don't, I, I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like we dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> James is the lich. James is the lich of this podcast. <laughs> oh, I, couldn't, I couldn't find anything. So we're just going to shove this all into the lich bag and we're going to get the hell out of here. Yeah, so no, I don't know. No, we failed I, the ball. We dropped it on that. I couldn't find it. I couldn't find how long it took and like that much about the developers. I saw that it came out in March. And there was an early development, but I didn't see how long the early development lasts for. Or if we're even still in the early development. I got no idea, no, man. I don't think it's early access. Uh, when yeah, early access. Sorry, that was terrible word no, choice it's, right there. They released it. The game feels fairly complete. Yeah, they might add more stuff. but mm-hmm. They do say there are bugs. There are still bugs, and that's going to be their main focus right now is fixing bugs. I do know that. I don't know the answer to your question. No, it's okay. But I'm going to redirect it into different ways. They're going to address bug fixes first, (laughs) and then they're going to come out with additional content. They actually have some things. That's what I was able to find in one of another, the article interviews. They do have a lot of content planned that got side tabled Mm -hmm. that they're going to bring back, and it's still going to make it into the game. They just didn't have time to make it into it right now. So that they do still have content. So that's at least exciting coming. I don't know if that necessarily makes it early access especially if they're still addressing a lot of bug fixes and that's going to be their main focus i i don't know i like how you 
played that card. <laughs> in Steam, it's a forest card. <laughs> in Steam, it's not early access. Um, I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure it's not. Yeah, I didn't think so and, either. Because having bugs yeah, or yeah. even Touché. extra content nowadays doesn't need to make it early access or anything like that. It's really, like, uh, yeah, I know. It's but so polished. Like you play it, like I like was surprised. Yeah, there's bugs. I'm like, yeah, when you really know how to break it. Yeah, it is. It is in early access. We've just decided. Oh yeah, God. I'll come out and say it. This is the best Atari game that I've ever seen. So James is the right. It's, it's incredibly good. polished. <laughs> no, but I, I got a comment on that just because I find it so interesting. So it is very retro styled, and when you get into the combat scenarios, the graphics beef up a little bit, kind of NES style. But dude, like the base, it is. It is Atari. I just realized I know the answer to James's question. Oh, snap. Uh, at least to some form, because in the interview, I do remember uh, part of the 8-bit is they, they said, why did you go the 8-bit retro route? And he said, well, they had to. And apparently everything they build is 8-bit. Hmm. Hmm. So if everything they build is 8-bit, they have built other things. So but we don't know what those games are. So do us a favor and do our job for us and let us know. <laughs> I mean, they went into their strengths and they did a good job. It, it really shows going to your strengths um, when you're developing stuff, I guess, because I think it's really polished. But Loop Hero. What's, <laughs> so like, so the soundtrack's awesome. The development process was <laughs> interesting to research because there wasn't much. Because this is a kind of newer game. Very, it's not like, I don't even know if we found anything about volume that much in the development process. Um, mm -hmm. But it's just how simple the game is, is what I like. I just like how I can jump in and jump out. Well, and that's a uh, that's the nice part about it too is it is so simple. You really can just go and do like slime loops and try and like place things down at your leisure if you want to or don't and have the cards expire, you know. Use the loot or don't, you know, your gear. So it's very easy. You don't have to be good to make and I'm not saying this for Shag's 19 run, whatever, but you don't, you really don't have to be good to make it long runs. But the more you start adding, like I was like, oh, this is easy. And I started chucking a bunch of stuff onto the map. And it's just like, you don't feel the effects of those things for like two to three loops sometimes. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, still pretty easy. And you're adding more crap in. And then all of a sudden you're dead before you know it. See, I wish I would have thought about the slime run thing. Cause like literally I, just use the tiles as I get them. So I'm like, my my track was full. Every empty space was oh full. Oh my gosh, that's pretty and good run. Actually. Run run like 16 through 17. It was just because I had set up this. Um, well, well, we'll get into builds and stuff later. But I had a build that allowed for this to happen. And then on one turn, like you said, on one turn, it just got way more difficult. Did you? I not? went from I went from not even having to worry about dying to like, oh, I'm dying. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, my life, my attack speed lifesteal combo is doing so good, I don't even lose life. And then all of a sudden, I'm losing 100 life every hit from one guy, and there's four guys. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, and that's, okay, I'm And dead. that's the thing, dude, is as you get more and more guys and more and more fights, more days go by. Yep. So then there's more dudes per square, and that's where you start running into problems is like every fight is like five enemies, and you're just like, balls. But to James's point... Super easy to get into, stupidly fun. Like, I like this game more than Hades. I'm just going to come out and say it. And I, you guys heard me last podcast. I loved Hades. But this game, as far as just sitting down and playing it goes, I, I, I'm kind of annoyed that I'm here at the podcast right now rather than playing it before I have to go to work. I could be playing Loop Hero rather than talking about yeah. Loop Hero. Uh, this is definitely one of those games I like to talk about more than playing, even though I do love to play it. Mm -hmm. And I like, yeah, saying it's, yeah, it's really hard to throw this up because there's been so many games this year that are 
they're kind of loopers. But uh, yeah, there's another one too that's on my radar. I wish I could remember loop. the name of it, but it is a it is a current theme. That's for sure. That's oh, definitely yeah. one thing I didn't I forgot to put into here. But like, yeah, we don't know what genre to put it in. Well, I don't know why all these looping games are coming out at the same time, but they must be inspired by something or something. Super hot. So uh, weird. Death Loop, even yeah. Hades is kind of a Death Loop game but that was in, in the year. way. Yeah, but it's yeah. I think that's the genre. I think we just we just created the genre for it. Death Loops. Looper. That PS5 exclusive. Oh no, we'll call them ETs. Returnal? Edge of Tomorrows. Oh my gosh. Edge. Is that a Tom Cruise? <laughs> Holy hell. We're gonna call them ELs, Edge Lords. Edge Lords <laughs> of Tomorrow <laughs> Cruisings. So yeah, that's the genre. All right, fair Nailed enough. It. Nailed it. And the and the video. And the podcast, we're good to go. Call the devs. Musa here said the industry standards. We uh, we need five percent <laughs> revenue. They got be. Yeah, we have to. We need we need you to pay the fee so that we can apply the uh, genre to your game for you. Yeah, exactly. We're the creators. Yeah. But no, it's, it's like so, an HOA for games. With how simple it is, and I love how complex it can get. And then, of course, all of the different challenges that come up, like the bosses that we're going to talk about later. But I love how complex. And I'm going to use the word again, min-max. I love how min-maxy you can get with certain things, especially in your builds, even though it's random. And again, we'll get into that crap later. But I just, I love the complexity that comes with such a simple game and such a simple interface. I love that I don't control the hero. I love I don't have any control over him. I just control his world and I'll send him to hell when I'm ready. You control his existence. And, I, and that's so different for me. It's, it is an RPG style almost in some ways because there's some RPGs where they're kind of like on auto attack and you just have to make sure they do the right attack cues mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, but with this, it's just controlling. And we'll, we can go into the builds a little later, but like it's just controlling. You know, just you, the you way pause he's loaded up. And unpause and then gear him out. Yeah. Yep. And so are you the final boss? <laughs> are you. Your greatest enemy. I will walk out of this podcast Are right you? now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's just so chill and fun. And like I can sit down, I can uh, spend three hours, or if I want to just sit there and let it let my guy hit slimes, you can. I just I love that that simplicity. I just wish it was more portable. Yeah, I, I was agree. gonna say like, when is this coming on Switch? Because it's perfect for that. Why Switch? When's it coming to my phone? Wow, well, you know what? Literally yeah. perfect. You don't need buttons. This, you just need to tap and drag. Tap and drag. That's is, all you this need. This is one of very few games I actually would probably enjoy on and the And I'd buy it on the Switch. I'd buy it on the Switch. I'd buy it on my phone. I'd buy it on a tablet. I'd buy it on those devices. Would That's it, actually. I wouldn't, it on, yeah. I wouldn't buy it on PlayStation because I already own it on Steam. Play it with the house. I would. I would play it in my house on my tablet. <laughs> No, I, I say, wouldn't buy it on P- PlayStation 4 because that's too much. The reason I say Switch is because, you know me, like I, even with my Switch, only play it docked. I don't really do well with mobile anything. It's just not mm. my style. I'm blind. I need a big screen, and I like to be comfortable when I'm playing games. But this is a game like in a car. I could sit there and totally play it while my sister's yakking about something I don't care about. I could sit there and play it. Like This is a game you can just like, and I whipped out my lizard. <laughs> Just see, oh but gosh. then why what if you happen to forget your switch oh boy it's a good thing i got my phone back up so i can play my loop hero yeah. 
Well, I, sh- I do want to say Get this it about on mobile. James's point, though, where it is a chill game, and it's like you're absolutely right, except for how like intense I get when I play this game. Oh, it's- I am so dialed in when I play this game. Well, dude. so am I, and that's the beauty of it, because when you're dialed into your phone anywhere, that's what you're doing, is you're just sucked into your phone. On the train, you're sucked into your phone, so you're, it's perfect. For and me. then when you're screaming, everyone's normal, because that guy's <laughs> screaming, and he's screaming. You're looping. It's on the subway. For me, uh, it's different intensity levels, but it's definitely one of those ones where you can go super chill, just depending on how far you want to go. If I go into a run, I'm like, I'm not going to make this a big run. I just want to get in, get some loot, get out so I can build my buildings. That's how I do some of my runs. Yeah. Well, it's like how I thought Stardew Valley was chill until I saw how many hours I put into it. (laughs) If you don't die at the end of your run, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> that's, that's, and that's Tyson. He dies every time. So like, just one more time. One more time. I have ten health. One more time. I've done that so many times, and I I need to stop. I have an addiction. Okay. And I need help. Before we actually get into something worthwhile, which is our sponsors, that's the only reason people come here is to listen to our sponsors. Yeah. I have a question for you, Chris. How did you not run into the lich hitting nineteen levels? I did run into the lich. I stayed. I stayed. So I didn't realize this. The first time I killed the lich, I didn't realize you could stay. Okay. So I went back because it's like, keep all your loot. You killed the lich. And I was like, yeah, boy. How the hell did you kill the lich? So then I killed the lich again. And then I was like, wait, I want to see if I can kill him again just to see if I can get to him twice in a run. And I almost did. Did it it spawn at 19? No. I just, I, I, well, the first, he spawns at, Around level eight and ten. Weirdly, I think he spawns based on how many things you have on how board. How many tiles? It is when have. the bar yeah. fills. Yeah. Up. Yeah. So I don't know if he doesn't spawn again because the whole board was filled up. But I was kind of thinking he would spawn at level twenty, but I died on run nineteen. So I will never be able to confirm that theory because the I got boss. my face handed to me. Crazy. Yeah. No, sorry. I, I, I had that question. It was weird because I thought I would like at twenty levels. I honestly thought I'd see him twice. Well, that's what we kind of speculated once we knew that it was a looping game because he almost bit, beat the Lich King on one. I almost beat it. Uh, it was a sliver son of a Oh, wait, the ga- like the, the game no, game? No, no, the Lich. The Lich King. Oh. Just the Lich. And so we're like, well, if it was that easy to almost kill it on like our second or third run of the game or whatever, what is beyond? Like, does he just get bigger or is there more bosses? He and does. we do know that there's more bosses. I found out after a second run where I fought him the second or third time I fought him, because I fought him a few times, Um, but he does spawn with buildings that make him stronger and harder Mm -hmm. to kill, and it doesn't matter if it's your first time running into him. Oh, I know. Yeah, Which I thought was interesting, because the first time I ran into him, it was just him, and then the first time I ran into him after I'd... Oh, I did run into him once after killing him once, now that I think about it. No, no, no. It was just the second time I ran into him after the first time I encountered him. He had buildings. Um, so this third run, same thing. He had a bunch of buildings spawn with him and I was like, all right, so I wonder if that's all based on how many things you have placed down as well, or if it's based on Welcome how many times you've encountered Welcome to the bosses portion him. of the podcast. I know, right? Anywho, you know what the best part of this game is? It doesn't have ads. Uh, <laughs> no, this is why they all came to this episode is to listen to our ad, which is just essentially one long loop. It's been a loop for the past six months. Yeah. Looping, 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 looping the ad. And I pray to God we can give you a new one on this one. We're going to record another one today. And it's going to loop, 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 loop. And you'll loop that one, but at least it'll be new. It'll be your new favorite. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the next ad. Guys, we're back. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Welcome to Games Revealed Podcast. This is Shagwa. And I'm Tyson. And this is James. And James did not make it to the uh, second loop of the no. of the podcast. I died. <laughs> I usually, I'm, a, I'm usually a two-level chump. 
Kind of guy. A two pump jump. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not uh, pumps, they're funny. levels. That's so true. he's made it to two rounds around the loop. Good for James. He might uh, have placed a, a vampire lodge. And it's very, like, we, we talked about running into the lich. So it's very prompt that like, we're going to talk about it a little bit and it'll beyond a little bit. Yeah, uh, cause because he's, he's as much as after. I know. That's all I know is that guy. So first, I know. Did you guys finish the lich yet? No. Like, I killed him. I don't know if I finished him because he keeps coming back. Oh, you'll know when you finish him. Okay, I did not you finish. You know when you finish. I did not finish the lich. When you finish him. So when you beat the lich, you only need to beat him once. And then you get okay. the second chapter. There's four chapters. Um, and there's just so much more to this game after the lich. I thought it was going to be like the lich, maybe like, because I saw, you see the chapter one at the top when you're before you go into the expedition. And it's just, I'm like, okay, there's gonna be like three, I was thinking, and probably three incarnations of the Lich, because mm -hmm. he's obviously the guy that, at least he makes it seem like he's the one that did everything. So, like, how, you know, he's just, how'd you, uh, how'd you survive? How are you here? You know? It's almost like avoid. he came into his Harry Potter bag to visit the world that he keeps in his little knapsack, and he's just like, hey, how are you still, how are you making things in there? This is my little bag. Oh, interesting. And then he just pops out. That's what I thought, because he's just like, he kind of lets you do it. It just so sounded just like a like, Krampus legend right there. <laughs> well, it's like Harry Potter. It's like that guy's got that bag. It's almost kind of like what that fits in. He's like, destroys the world, puts it in this bag, and he's like, ha-ha, another world for my shelf. Tell and me then he's like visits them every once in a while. Keep in your bag. Yeah, it goes in there and steals their souls. So that's what it felt like to me, at least. But now I know I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so after the Lich, there's uh, three other for sure bosses. Yeah. Uh, and the Priestess, the Hunter, and then the final boss. Well, there you is, go. I have not met any of those guys. Well, it's because it's me neither, but yeah. The internet. Facts. I, I think I got close on the Priestess. Uh, on my on chapter two, which I, actually surprising once you get into a good groove, it's not too bad. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's still can it, it's. I've only put about five six hours into this game. This game takes about around thirty is what uh, how long to beat dot com says is about thirty, and it, it's still I think too early to guess how long like for because they need more. Like the more people that go in and say how long it took them to beat, the better it's going to come out. But 30 hours, 40 hours plus to see most things, depending on who you are. So what you're saying is, is my strategy is wrong if I haven't gotten to the priestess yet. Your strategy? I uh, think, di dying every loop? Yeah, you don't want to die so every you loop. you want to leave every, with your resources. You want to die every other loop. No, no actually, things are hard. Uh, I, if I could throw a little bit of strategy out there, just for me personally, just take your time. Uh, go in, try to get out with some good loot. Don't try to stress it too much, and just build some of those buildings because that's really what's going to get you past that first. Yeah, guy. that's where I should have not done the nineteen round <laughs> run. <laughs> you would have because I had. So much well, it turns out, by the way, oh uh, there's a loot cap, and one of the oh. benefits that you can get is to increase that loot cap a yeah. little bit. But like, I had well shot past the cap on the loot, except so, for like certain items that you can't get unless you have certain enemies that spawn. But like anything that I could get standard, it had been maxed out for like seven runs. So <laughs> when you're starting the chapter, it will say loot caps and stuff on there. I think the chapter four doesn't have a loot cap. Oh, so. nice. Oh, crazy. So there's there's ones that have more like and each chapter will have different difficulty. It will mm -hmm. show you how what each level will affect the enemies. Yeah. There's like each chapter is just which adds more complexity to the game. It's really cool that they did yeah. that. 
which like you're saying honestly it's 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 a good strategy too i would say if you can handle it after your first lich kill um stay in a little longer to get more loot but then yeah at some point go back to your base and just take all that extra loot with you because i will say that the looting increased quite a bit after after i stayed behind on the lich um and he gives you some pretty nice stuff which when i first killed him it weirded me out because i got these cool weapons and things and then i went back to town and everything reset and i was like why did he even give me stuff yeah (laughs) with with the lich, I would also say save your oblivions and, and destroy his buildings when they spawn. So mm-hmm. every time he spawns, he spawns in with three buildings. If you can destroy all three, the better chance you are to kill him. Or if you can already build buildings around your campfire to take up the space, they won't oh. spawn. Yep. So if you can fill that yeah. space, they won't spawn the buildings. And it's only 5% increase per building. So getting rid of yeah. all, it's 15. Still, even five in that game, those percentages feel like they make big They do. For oh, big it, it really does. Because he whomps on you, so any oh. extra life he has is just that much longer he's thumping on you. Yeah, he My strategy, though, is the, the lighthouses or the, the street lights because they give you an attack speed increase mm-hmm. and it stacks. Yeah. So I've started getting to the point where I put all of those around that building as many as I can overlap on the campsite oh, square as possible. Yeah. Um, and then that tends to... Uh, fit in with James's thing, which is to you kind of build out from there so the space is occupied. But on top of that, you just have extra attack speed when you get there at the end, yeah. which is a nice bonus for whatever you've been building up to that point. So you get That's there true. and you're just like, oh yeah, we're going to kung fu this guy. Because I've learned attack speed is definitely key. Yeah, that was my best. My 19 run was all because of attack speed. I yeah. had like 145 attack speed. And it was amazing. Oh, that's yeah, it was nuts. so nice, dude. And that was without the street lamps. Oh, I love that rogue. That rogue is awesome. I've I've been doing Ooh, some yeah. like 150 crits, which for me is big. Uh, and uh, I like I like the rogue. The rogue is so fun, but like he, if you don't get some crits and some certain things, it feels like you can go down really quick. Like it's it's I haven't figured his build out fully, yeah. but I already like him more. But like there's the rogue. So there's three heroes you can play as the ro or the the warrior, mm-hmm. yeah, the warrior. rogue and the necromancer. I'm having a hard time with uh, life sustain as the rogue. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I feel like you're just supposed to do like just be evadey as a rogue, evade and crit, evade a crit. So maybe you don't really have much sus- sustainability on that. Well, speaking of that, I haven't really gotten into the rogue because I just felt like some of the other buildings gave you more advantages, but I've been wanting to. And that was another spot where I actually slowed myself down by doing that 19 loop run because that was when I was going to unlock that building. And then I died and lost all the loot to do it. But uh, so at this point, then, are we talking about how we did our builds or? No, not yet. Okay. Uh, Sorry, I wanted to just flush out the last little bit. No, go for it, yeah. For the... uh, what people say about the rogue is, is th- like it seems like most people like the rogue the most. Yeah, that's also. what I was understanding. Uh, and then like in the building area, there's additional things you can unlock. And I only say this because when you go in, expect there to be a lot more. Because I was kind of I got into the game like okay, I this seems very this is how it's going to be. No, things will evolve. You'll get buildings where you get supply. You can craft with your supply. You can change uh, items into other items with crafting mm-hmm. or uh, I think. Uh, deconstruct them and stuff like that and and so that's really it though I, I had to just throw that out like there's just so much just be aware when you're building that some of your menus might change a little bit yeah and be aware when you're building farms you can build over and over yeah so don't waste your resources on them like build <laughs> other things first yeah. I kept building like the things like thinking they'd fall off and then I could just upgrade them. No, farms is like right in the center. That's not an upgrade thing. No, that's a thing you just keep building. I thought it was like a smithy or whatever. I built two effing farms before I built anything else. 
wasted resources. <laughs> While you're building farms, I went the rogue route. Yeah, I finally got a cemetery built, though. It's where I could put all those damn villagers touching my farms. <laughs> uh, yeah, please don't touch anything. Both there circle. Is. We there looped it, it back. Looped it back. <laughs> it back. But speaking of looping it back, so with the builds, you already kind of went into it with the tax speed. Yeah, I did. I mean, just because, well, yeah. Did. But there's so much to the, the building, and even more as I started researching it. Because there were a couple things I didn't quite understand how they functioned, but when I looked into it, I definitely got more insight on it. But I'm curious to kind of hear what was successful for you guys, because we talked about attack speed being a huge thing. I combined it with vampirism, because it's... To me, it's because of how that game is, where you're just constantly running the same track, and it gets progressively difficult. It's just sustain. So that's like how I look at it. That's how I look at it, too. I usually try to do vampirism, uh, and if I can do a good run on attack speed, it has to. the item has to give me enough to make it feel like it's worth it, or I'll yes. go like, uh, either health gen, regen or some other stuff until I get a good item with attack speed. Yeah. I don't go with attack speed unless it's a good amount because I, I just for me it didn't feel like it was doing enough unless you have enough yeah yeah you have to break in my opinion you have to be above 35 percent to it for it to really show off um i actually didn't have too much luck with uh the regeneration but what that was one of the things i was reading that actually is like one of the better strategies is to do regen regen is pretty good especially when you start stacking it with other abilities that you can do but it all i don't know i didn't have a ton well no that's not true when I was playing the warrior, that's what I would go. Anything that gave me attack speed, vampirism, and regen, it got swapped for anything else. And those were some of the best runs I ever did. Uh, I unlocked the rogue and started learning it and then tr was trying different builds. And then I'm slowly finding that, at least with the rogue, evade is much better. Mm -hmm. So evade, mm -hmm. getting evade over defense, uh, increasing your attack speed because you can two-hand weapons. So you are dealing, I believe, some more damage each time. Uh, so you definitely want to be swapping away and then uh, crit damage crit damage and critical strikes uh, is what I was really trying to go so crit chances I should say increasing my chance to crit chance and then if it also included crit damage I would put it on there is that unique to the rogue that stat I believe so yeah okay so so that that's what I was trying to do is build those things but I was more focusing attack speed and evade um, over the other like crit damage and yeah, chance. I feel like if you're going health regen, uh, doing evade with that also helps a lot because you just it makes it so that it, you'll keep on regening. But I couldn't, while you're I in couldn't the find any like real good regen in that build. That's the thing. Yeah, though, I, know, like, I, I, I couldn't I, find any decent sustain but, in the rogue. But mm. I've, I've had so many random loops where I was like, I was getting used to like getting similar items. And then they just I went into one loop. I didn't get any vampirism. I didn't get a lot of stuff, but I was able to stack up my health regen pretty well and that really helped a lot it's just that's another thing is RNGs is, is prevalent in this game it really big is time, big so time. if you like a certain build you might have to shelf it and, and collect some of those items until you and do some other one until you get a good build or because if you try to build your build every time I feel like you're gonna fail early on you're gonna die before you can get what you want it, you just be careful with that yeah and there's another no. there's <laughs> another <laughs> layer to the build <laughs> Yeah. Die and get your perfect build. <laughs> There's another layer to the builds that I thought was really useful because that, that one great run that I had uh, was largely helped by this. So there's perks you can get. If you build a build a certain building, I can't remember which one, where you can get perks. Uh, you have a small chance of getting a perk if you kill monsters. And so one of the perks that I could take was one that let me increase my damage based on my defense stat. 
So on that same build that I was doing vampirism with the 145 attack speed, I was also trying to layer in defense whenever I could get that on an extra item. So I'd use some items that were quite a bit lower in level that would lower my maximum health because maximum health I didn't care about as much. It was more like how much health I could generate on a turn because yeah. that tends to be what was saving my bacon. So anytime I could keep my vampirism or speed roughly the same but get like a huge defensive boost, I'd take it. Dude, and it was noticeable difference in damage. So there's a couple of those things that you can do. Like there's one that's every time you loop, you add one to your defense, which I didn't have that in that same run, but I was like, that yeah. would have been a sick combo. And then on top of that, there's like sort of Dawn, which is really useful. There's um, one that gives you an overshield whenever you loop, which is really nice. Cause that means when you fight the boss, you get the overshield cause you're on that that new space so there's a lot of really useful things there that help out with your build and a couple other ones that i haven't even explored yet but that the best run i had was largely influenced by that defense damage combination I mean, it was huge like i could notice it because i typically wouldn't change out my defensive stat unless it was at least 10 higher than it was so every time i did it like you could see the difference in damage yeah. that was another one shields and getting defense like if you can get a high enough defense item mm -hmm. you just don't get hurt it's just crazy how well that will stack if you focus on it. But then again, once yeah. again, that's the weird thing about the builds is like, I find like what people recommend online and what I'm doing. I'm like, it's a little different, but I'm like, yeah, it's weird. And I'm over here being the rogue summoning my, uh, rat wolf to, uh, battle with me, uh, looking at these nerds with the fence, slipping behind them and slit in their throats. Cause I'm a rogue. Yeah, once, once, once he makes Get it wrecked. past the, the slimes. <laughs> how's yeah. that? How's that? 30 loops and I'll be past how's slimes. That, how's that second chapter going for you? It's great. I might make I it out alive. I didn't even know I was in loop. the second chapter. I yep. still thought I was in the first one. <laughs> hey, hey. Just because I'm better at this game than you guys yep. doesn't mean shit, okay? I just like to die at the end of my loop. I'm not good with my resources. I'm good with loops. Well, speaking of, just kidding, there's one better. of the builds I'm I want to try next. I found out that while we were researching for this, that your magic damage is true damage. So Ooh, that actually good. seems like something that's worth try stacking. So I'm gonna I, on my next build, I think I'm going to try and stack mag magic damage as much as possible because it's unavoidable. Like yeah, they, you can't they avoid it. it. So that seems pretty useful. And then attack speed with true damage would probably be pretty good. But then I'd probably have to sack on something else on vampirism. I probably could find defense because defense is combined with quite a few things, but it's not super often that it's stacked with vampirism. So it's also random. I'm yeah. Pretty, I'm having a really hard time adding to this yeah. because I'm just like, I try to go certain routes, but I found about two or three routes. I, I go just in case of backups. I'm real curious if later in the game, if there is a, building that you can build that allows you to modify. You remember how in Destiny you could like modify like random roll for weapon stats? Something like that would be super sick in this game. Yeah, it would be. Because I know be. there's that one that lets you swap cards out. Um, I don't have it yet, but there's a there's a card that you can get that you play, and then you have 20 uses where you can stop by it and swap cards out for different cards. Oh, sick. Yeah, that's like super handy. Yeah, with the buildings... Uh I didn't look into all the buildings, unfortunately. I just haven't. I, I've been wanting the loop, and yep. so but the ones you know, the early ones like the the uh, the rogue one. I can't remember what the one is to unlock the rogue, but then you have to you have to unlock that to, to then unlock the uh, crypt, which unlocks the necromancer. Yeah, that was one I was really trying to get unlocked. Was the necromancer crypt of the necromancer? 
<gasps> Necro Crypt. I know. I want it. It sounds so cool. I haven't seen anyone play it yet because I really haven't looked up gameplay for the Necromancer, but it sounds cool. Yeah, I feel it like sounds the like secret ending one. to this game is because the Necromancer so far, I think there probably will be other classes, but so far it's the last class you unlock as uh, your fault because you resurrected the Lich because you're a Necromancer. You dirty, That's dirty what I'm bastard. saying. You're building this whole world. You're <laughs> the bad guy. Oh, my gosh. Every every it with the secrets. Every podcast. And guess what? I think you're the bad guy in this one, Little Nightmares. Yeah. You're the bad guy. Hades, you're the bad guy. You let Isaac Clark die, you're the bad guy. <laughs> Wait till you find the card that's the uh, Blood Moon with the face on it. Bad guy. Bad Zelda guy. slash uh, Dead Space tie-in with every game. <laughs> See? Meat Moons. <laughs> I'd would, I would play that Legend of Zelda if they had Necromancers or uh, Necromorphs in it. Necro oh my Zelda. gosh. So no, back to the building, you <laughs> sons of guns. Uh, I didn't really do much in, into them. I don't, I don't know much. Yeah, I, I, got, got, I got the Necromancer. I, or, well, I don't have that. I have the Cemetery unlocked. I have the Rogue unlocked. I forget that building. I got the kitchen. I got two farms built because I'm an idiot, and I placed them in some of the stupidest places. I got like two farms out of one. Two. It's surround. It fills all the empty tiles with farms, and I was yeah. able to capitalize on two because I didn't know what I was doing. I'm retarded. Anyway, uh, that's about all I got unlocked because I realized I was wasting resources on farms, and I wasn't pulling in a lot of resources. I don't know if you know this. I died on every loop I played <laughs> <laughs> because I can't not go hard. I can't not one more. Just one more. I've like twice gone back to camp. Ugh, um, I go back. I have two farms. I have the kitchen. I think there's an alchemy station. I think I've got that. And then I have the uh, the smithy. So you start out. Yeah, with I got a, a smithy. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Start out with some some weapons some and armor. Yeah, I got. Don't forget the... to equip it though. I was not paying attention the first time <laughs> oh, I built yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, you lose your benefit if you're not equipping that shit. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's nice. It's not, I wouldn't. I mean, I don't really think it's needed unless I think maybe you get into the other chapters, the smith. Mm -hmm. But I gotten pretty much all the buildings on the bottom and second row besides the crypt just because well, i've been playing it safe I, I go through about seven eight times and then i just cash out and just see what i can buy because i want to see what i can buy i want to buy new stuff and see how it affects everything yeah so, that's why that's why i bought farms because the thing i could afford when i came back was oh i can buy this thing I was transitioned drop. to where James Nitty. is at, and I'm at that point now. Where I, now that I've done my 19 loop run, now I'm like, okay, it's time to like actually get resources and try and augment my guy and make him good. Because I, I have a feeling that your town is a huge part of what allows you to get progress late in the game. But uh, like Tyson, the first part of a game, I just got to experience it. So I just gotta, huh? How, yeah. how far can I go before everything consumes me? And literally, it took. Every tile on the map having something on it before, and several loops through those yeah. before I finally succumbed to death. I just wanted to see what everything did. Try different patterns, even the everything you're placing off in the land. You know, the land tiles, just trying in different orders and different patterns, just trying to figure it all out. Because I didn't want to look up too much stuff. I wanted to see what I could find out on the on the beginning stuff. So with the patterns in the tiles, when you're actually doing the loops, like there's there's uh, obvious combos you can do right yep and like one of them is the mountains doing the nine by nine mount like rocks or mountains and then you get the Gar uh harpy, harpy. The, mo the mountain pass thingy whatever it, gives it is you increased bonus it gives you increased bonus and, and you get you. harpies which yeah. gets with each harpies. monster that you get 
coming into the tiles, you get additional resources, different types of resources. Yes. So there's good reasons to do it. Like you're like, why would I want more monsters? No, it's good because you get resources from yeah. those monsters in you multiple want different a very, ways. Uh, variation yeah. of monsters. Yeah, if you play a one dimensional run, you're gonna get a very one dimensional set of loot, which is not gonna help you yeah. in your unless things. unless you're specifically grinding for that one thing. That's true. D- don't do it that way. Yeah. And with the like the with the mountains, you can only create one big mountain. Yep. You can only create one. Uh, from that, when you get the water tiles, you can create a river. You can create uh, oasis with it, too. So mm-hmm. if you have, like, sand, put it next to the water, it'll create an oasis, which will actually decrease your, I believe, attack speed or something like that. But it also decreases, I think, even more yeah. of the enemies. Yep. It decreases gotcha, yours, and it decreases the enemies by basically double the... Pr- well, oh. not double, but I think it's... They might have modified it because I saw two stats. Uh, the first one I saw was 0.5 to you and 1% yeah. to the enemy. But then I saw one that said 1% to you and 2% to the enemy. Yeah. I, so Either way, that's good because those goblin suckers wreck my shit they attack so fast. Mm-hmm. Gosh. And when there's like six of them, mm, well, it, feels, it feels like it makes it's the attack a speed it's, a really legitimate management. way to go because the enemies can't <laughs> increase their, uh, <laughs> their stat. So if you increase your speed stat and then get that reduction... The enemy can't increase their speed stats, so you can like really yeah, create a huge. gap between what they're doing there. So another one that you can do is um, forests with a wizard's tower. And any forests that are in the... Because when you build the wizard's tower, it's going to have these lines. Any forests that are in those lines will get burned, and it increases your magical damage by yep. like 0.5 for each each but tile I'm, that's done I or something like that. I believe you lose the benefit of the forest then. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It, it converts, and that's, all, that's part of the management. Are of you talking the thing. forest or the meadow? Like the, the forest. forest that you lay on the tile that spawns rat wolves, or are you talking the meadow no, that no, no. heals so you? So you'll unlock a card later that's a forest that goes into the outer world. Oh, and gotcha. It's forests and thickets, I think, is the other card that you can get. Yeah. And both of those will burn for a magic damage, but like James says, any benefit you were getting from the tiles that burn, you won't get but it converts to magical damage. Yeah, just be aware when you're transforming your tiles when you're doing these combos that it's going to change it. So if you're not going magic route, it might not be worth it. Mm -hmm. And, but when I started playing this game, I didn't even realize the tile. I didn't read the tiles very well. I didn't realize they did anything. I was like, oh, I'm going to be pretty. It's going to be pretty over here. Uh, I'm going to spell my name. I'm going to, and then I'm going to draw a little, uh, Phallic symbol here. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Dead space. What are you guys talking about? What are you thinking? <laughs> you know the dead space. The twins. The twins. H.R. Geiger. Oh H.R. my Geiger. <laughs> uh, Any other uh, combos you can think of? Because there's so many. I'm sure there's, there's so a more. lot that I didn't <laughs> encounter, but there's also a lot that I did. So the first one I found was the treasure cave one. Is that the one where you wrap uh, the treasury? Yeah, yeah, and that spawns a gargoyle. But yeah, because it turns it into like an empty cave or something yeah, like empty that. Empty treasury, and then you get the uh, the gargoyle every three turns or three days, I believe. Yeah. But you also get an added benefit when you complete that circle, where it gives you. I typically I get two items that are usually high level once you, get you finish shit that. Loads of resources once you do that. Yeah, like that's you, true. You basically bust that treasury open and steal all the dwarves' treasure. And then the other one I found that sucks is you know the ones that create the trust. They're called like blood troves or something. Something. If you build two of blood those clots. next to each other, it'll it'll make a blood path, and then those generate yeah. blood clots, and, and those super suck. Yeah. yeah, don't overlay clots. your treasure, your battlefield yeah. uh, boxes. Don't overlay them, or you'll get clots. There's, there's definitely and those are bad. 
There's definitely weird combos in I here that are just that can be just as bad as they are good. <laughs> then there's odd ones like I got one. these upgraded uh, pillions or whatever that have like these time bender. I can't remember their names. Time weaver guys, but they're scared of vampires. So if you build a vampire castle inside oh. of the space of the the time weaver orbs, the time weaver guys don't show up and they don't cast shields on everyone. So Ooh. I'm like, sweet. They but then, but so then you have combos. to fight a whole bunch of vampires. So they go in there singing that time weaver. But here's here's some of the other ones I thought were good that kind of are less obvious. So I guess later you can get villages that you can build into there. And if you have four villages touching, which is means not from the corner, they have to be like full sides yeah. next to each other. Then it'll turn into a uh, ooh, what was it? That it turned a dingle into? Bop state. Oh, sorry. Four suburbs will turn into a town. That's and I don't what know what the benefit of that is, but it is. I know it's a positive benefit. We talked about the blood. Oh, this is an interesting one. They uh, put in place HOAs on the vampires. So if you make a village touching a vampire mansion, areas. it'll become a, va a ransacked village after three turns. Or no, it'll become a ransacked village. And then after three turns, it will change into a... I think it's an estate. Let me see here. I've got it. I think Counts that's right. lands. Oh, that's so right. you count build lands. the vampire thing next to a town. It'll make it a ransacked village. And then three turns later, it becomes a count's lands. And that comes with a positive benefit that's better than what the village would have been. But it's a... Delayed effect. Yeah. It's like set your ass back to bring yourself forward. And then the other one that's pretty useful is the shipwreck. So if you put a battlefield touching a river, it'll make it a shipwreck. This spawns a new enemy called the Siren. But what a lot of the sources I were reading didn't factor in is that it also spawns a chest every time. So it's another hmm. way to get chests. Nice. And chests in this game are stupid useful. Unless you're a rogue. Then they're totally not useful. Why are they not useful? Oh, you because don't really, you, you cash don't really, out at the end? Yeah, you cash out at the end, so you don't really it's, get your loop there. You but get even it at the so, end. some of those, those uh, the stuff that pops out with is very valuable. No, no it's just wood. Uh, you know what? I know what I'm talking about. I played three hours of this game. It's just wood <laughs> for the rug. on yesterday. It's just wood for the rug. That's all you get. <laughs> Nah, you no. need to build a fire sometime. There's there's other combos too, but um, those were the really <laughs> beneficial ones and the ones that I thought were the most interesting. The other ones are more just kind of like, oh, this changes. Like there's there's blade grass and other stuff that you can I, accidentally make. I oh, nice. feel like almost every combo has got to be useful depending on what there's, kind of build you're doing. There's some that are the opposite of useful on purpose. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> a, that's of course, but that's like yeah, that's it's useful to know that that does that though. Yeah, in case I ever want to, so, you know, difficult myself. The game is fairly long, actually. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like um, I've got to get a good brunt of it going into it just about, like I said, about five or six hours. I, it could be more. That's just what Steam said. Yeah. I think they, they, every time it messes up, it's like the, about sinking the save for some weird reason. But it, it is a fun game. It really is. Looping, I usually don't like repetitiveness, but this just changes it up enough. It, it may, adds... Uh, the random generation into it makes it feel fresh every time that I've played it so mm -hmm. far. So I definitely think I'm going to be able to put another 20 hours into this game if I have the time. We have plenty of games in the future that we're going to have to finish and get ready. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For. And, and so <laughs> even it, even though it is just your guy going around a circle, the, the layout of that circle changes. So it's going to change where you can place things. So it really is fresh, even though it's the same. 
So I, it's so much more fun than I expected it to yeah, be. Yeah, I, and I, I honestly like I I said this when James brought because James was the guy that brought it on our radar. By the way, he's like Loop Hero is a big game. I'm like, what are you even talking about? And then he showed me the or I watched the trailer because I'd never heard of it, and I was like, oh, that actually does look cool. Why you give James all my credit all the time? Because uh, James deserves credit. I, uh, so I brought it to the attention. You're like, I here's some new thing. Loop Hero is kind of looking interesting, and I'm like, okay, let's put it on the map. We're gonna do a, a podcast See? on it. So and I now James all admitted, the credit. My idea, <laughs> and that's how it blew up on Twitch because James put it on the map. Uh, <laughs> yeah, giving my no, credit I'm to just, James. Just, yeah, yeah, I told you he deserves the credit. No, no, but like I, I will say, weirdly, it was right as I was buying it. That was when I started to be like, oh, what if this game sucks? But it's 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 one of ah, I feel like I've been saying this a lot lately. It's one of the best games I've played in a minute, especially for an indie game. Like, yeah, it's a ton of fun. I plan to invest a bunch more time into it. I just need, like, I actually need to set this game aside so I can finish Octopath Traveler. But then, then this is going to be my go-to probably, like, playing it while we're not doing podcast games game for a while. Because I want to get deeper into the building, progress the story. Because for as much as time as I put into this game, technically I have not progressed much at all. Yeah. So. I, I will have to say, it is so nice to do this podcast and have these games that I wouldn't try and then, yeah. like, have fun with it. Because... I'm going to have fun. I, for some reason, having purpose just makes games, gaming even more fun for me. So, mm -hmm. like, this is this is one of those ones where I'm just glad I was able to play it because I don't know if I would have picked it up for a while. And he's going to have to build those nerves of still because he's done really well so far, and I've had a lot of fun playing games I would have never even touched. But when he messes it up, he will oh. live no end of hell. I will give him so we're, much we're gonna, I'll be like, you did this to me. You did this to me. And it's going to be a great podcast. And maybe we should do something like it's that. Gonna, it's going to be the Subnautica really podcast because I already know I don't like that game. That's true. <laughs> it probably that or uh, I have some uh, weird anime game uh, picks that are on Steam that we're going to be trying out. Yikes. No, I'm just kidding. Those can go either way. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> Just James final bringing thoughts. We need to get to the final lost thoughts. To the My table. final thought is this needs to come out on Switch, tablet, and mobile immediately. And I'll buy it. On, I'll buy it on all. I'll buy it again on Switch and on mobile. Yep. Having so, said so that, do it as a PC game. I super appreciate that. I just have to right click. Oh yeah, yeah. It's very nice. It's like pause. Move some things. Okay, we're done. Go. <laughs> yeah, it's literally, dude, incredible. genre. Red light, green light. That's what this is. Yeah. Simon says. Yeah. Freeze. I want to say it was pretty fun on my Surface, uh, which is my Surface uh, tablet laptop, which, but you have to double click instead of doing right click. But once you know that, that's not, it's not a big deal. It was, it worked pretty good on there and I liked it because drag and drop. It's just like a big phone. Yeah. It's perfect. It is perfect for that. So pick your, so really don't come out on mobile or anything. Just everyone needs to pick, uh, go buy a Surface. They're not that expensive. They're only like, what, $1,000, $2,000? I told them I'd buy anyone a Surface for this that. game. <laughs> <laughs> but legit, speaking of prices, yeah. this game's like 15 bucks. Legitimately, yeah. absolutely worth your money to even try it, even yeah. if you don't like it. Like that's, just, that's my two cents on that. I just, I'd pay $45. That's what I'd pay if it came out on my preferred co uh, consoles. Mm -hmm. So it's worth it to me for $45. Three times the price. Wow. Yeah, I'll pay the... the I'll keep it on my... James will wait for the computer. discount. No, no. I don't know if I'd pick this up for anything except for mobile. I'm digging it on my Surface, but then I have a portable device, so it's pretty much... Yeah, pretty much mobile. I, I we all want set. it on mobile phones. Yeah. That's the final thought. For, final thought on that, yeah. And I definitely recommend it to 
I mean, if you're just a Call of Duty first-person shooter, that's the only game you play, you're probably not going to like this, potentially, but I definitely think that there's going to be a lot of people that, like, that's the hard part about recommending games to yeah. people. Some people, like, this is one if of those ones if that... If your mind's open, you'll like this game. <laughs> if your mind's open. Yeah, I, I should say, if you like games, you'll like... Because that's what this feels like. It yeah. feels like a game. And to be fair, I'm kind of middle of the road on that. I do like games, but I'm not as willing to play, like, anything as some people are. But I will play outside of my comfort zone. It just has to look interesting. Yeah. And this yeah. game, this would have never come across my radar. I and that's why I'm saying, it. try it. Never if you like games, it. try it. Yep. So we're in consensus, like, with every game I feel yeah. like we, we're, we talk we're in, about. We're in consensus. Well, Don't buy the game. It was awful. And thanks for coming to the Games Real Podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great game. I loved it. No. I can't recommend it enough. 11 out of 10. Uh, I'm going to give it maybe like a 5 out of 5. 6 out of 5 from James. Not and uh, three out of two from Shag. <laughs> three, three out of two. I'm gonna give it a, uh, a Hades plus one. That's yep. how much I liked it. Uh, we're gonna well, let's exit on this. Make sure to uh, whatever platform you're listening to this, YouTube, it's Spotify, Apple, whatever it is, please follow the podcast for updates in the future. Subscribe, like, whatever it is on your platform. It helps us get the message out to more people about the awesomeness of Games Revealed. And uh, please do that. Thank you guys for listening. This has been the Games Revealed Podcast, brought to you by Bunny Strike Studios. This is James. And I'm Tyson. And I'm Shagwa. And we're signing out. Peace out. Like and subscribe. Don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcasting platform, whether it be iTunes or YouTube. Whatever it is, we're there. And make sure to follow us so that you always get a notification when we release a new podcast. Thank you guys for listening it's been it's been a great ride so far let's continue to make this a good ride and also if you want to buy some of our merch you can go to shop.bunnystrike.com and see what we got there if you think there needs to be something better then go to our discord channel which is bunny strike and tell us there thank you guys and have a good day